0: been interested about death well join, join us during, us during, during our podcast, podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us in whatever capacity that you're in at the moment. I want to thank you all. And no doubt the crowds will come in here somewhere. Oh, there they are. Yes, welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. And today we're joined by my lovely wife Emma. So say hello Emma.
1: Hello Emma.
0: Yeah, there we go, and uh, oh, even some air horns for you oh, today. Excellent. So today's topic is going to be about um, preparation, I guess, in how you know why why would we wash and dress someone even if they're not going to have a funeral, or not going to be viewed, or you know, or even even just what. What physically happens uh, from mm-hmm. that time uh, when we do get them into our mortuary area, and the steps I guess we take from that. So it's a very broad sort of questions, a uh, couple of questions, but um, hopefully you'll you'll get something out of them. So when someone comes into our care, uh, obviously they're in a very very raw raw condition, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to say that once they come into our care. Um, We then apply some moisturiser to their hands and face. At that stage, we may not even know if they're going to be viewed or not. Um, But what it does is it keeps their face and hands quite hydrated. So that's very important in the whole process.
1: How often would you do that though?
0: Um, All the time, Mm -hmm. all the time. So we bring someone in, that's the first thing that we do. Straight off the stretcher onto our uh, mortuary tables um, and then moisturise face Hands uh, and they're still obviously in a sheet, so then we place the sheet back over their face and hands and body mm-hmm. just to keep any, anything, all the sort of moisture internal. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, when it comes to the pre- preparation side, so obviously, you know, if that was a say, this afternoon, we did the transfer this afternoon, we applied all that moisturizer, etc., to them. We come in say tomorrow morning, uh, we'll bring them out of the cool room uh, into our mortuary. Uh, We change them from one table to another because we have a a specialised mortuary table that we use for Mm -hmm. uh, for washing, Um, and so that moisturiser that we've placed on their hands and their face has had a significant um, job to do. Uh, A lot of lot of elderly that have been in nursing homes or even hospitals, or you know where they've been around a lot of heating or around a lot of uh, air conditioning. Um, or may not have even had the the everyday care that they used to give themselves, mm. um, it sort of gives them a bit of a kickstart, gives them a little bit more hydration of the skin, which is easier for us to work with. Uh, when Once they're placed onto um, the mortuary table, then obviously it's then time for us to, to do the washing. Um, now, normally if they're wearing clothing, we obviously have to remove that clothing. Uh, a lot of people have asked, what do we do? Do we just cut it off? Well, no, no. We only cut it off if it's in a condition that, or well, the person is a very large person, mm-hmm. um, that we're not able to remove the clothing as dignified or respectful as what we would normally or that it's just too much of a, a OH&S issue in regards to us. Even with lifters, uh, sometimes you do have to remove via cutting. Mm. Um but the biggest, the biggest thing, I guess, um, is that the the clothing is removed. Um, if we would then normally wash that and dry those items, it's just in case the family wishes to have them back.
1: So the family uh, can ask. They can oh, say course. to you, look, you know, mum's come in, in her pyjamas, I don't want her to – I want to dress her in something else. Can I have that back? So, you, yeah, we would oh, wash Oh, definitely. Yep. Definitely. Yep.
0: Um, and, you know, like, so once – obviously – You know, once that transfer is done, then we obviously arrange the time to go out and see the family. Then the family tells us if they're going to do a viewing or not. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, even if they're going to be a viewing or not, they still get washed and dressed. Some families say, well, I don't have any clothing. What can we do? Well, then we have some items or we use what we call a shroud, which is a covering that just goes straight over the top of them. Uh, Shroud normally means a wrapping. Uh, I would probably just call this as a topper, yeah. Um, that just sort of sits over the top of them. But we do have some new, um, you know, underwear and and socks, mm-hmm. and there's pants and shirts and all sorts of stuff that we can utilise if need be. But a lot of time families are quite happy they'll provide their own clothing. Um, but or the other one yep. is that they can go back into into a hospital gown, mm. which has been quite. Um, useful too a lot of families say look you know he's been in that for a long period of time just remain keep him in that so
1: and again you would have washed and dressed and then you would have washed the actual hospital again oh everything everything everything's all all washed and and done
0: so um so preparation to us is very important because the like we said be it if they're going to be viewed or not viewed or anything else like that they still deserve that. They still mm. deserve the washing and dressing. And the thing is, too, is that when people do pass away, and we've spoken about this in other episodes where, you know, bowels can open, urine can be there. Yeah, true. They may have had um, an IV in, which then inter has then bled, um, especially if they're elderly and they've been on warfarin or any other oh, blood, yeah, blood thinning things course. from there. Um, you know, it's very easily for fluids then to be free-flowing and we want to be able to stop that and we want to be able to get them out of all of those uh, excrements that, you know, mm-hmm. they, they shouldn't be swimming in it, if that makes sense. Sounds awful, but, well, it is awful at the end of it. Um, so a lot of people say, well, what do, we, what do we do? How do we wash them? Well, they're on a, they're on a mortuary table. We have a, uh, a head placing or a head block that we use to keep their head up. Um, and then we use um, obviously just general water, um, but warmed water. Uh, There'd be nothing yep. worse than giving someone a cold shower. Oh, no. um, and th- and that's just, a. I mean, I know there's a lot of directors out there that just use normal, you know, freezing cold water. Um, but I have this thing about, you know, how would I love it? How would I want it if, the, if that was my loved one? Yeah, um, of course. And you know I wouldn't want their last bath to be something that's you know like a nice challenge yeah. or something like that. Um, so from from obviously the washing um, we utilise just normal sort of body body soap or uh, body wash, but normally an antibacterial one. Uh, we don't use anything specialised. Um, I know a lot of funeral homes will use all this funeral grade stuff, but look unless they're really uh, infected in something then we just keep it simple we don't know if the person's got allergies or anything and I know that when they're deceased I think well what's allergies got to do with it um, skin skin, oh, still I never thought yeah, of that. skin still reacts yeah skin still reacts and depends on when they've passed away or you know if it is in a very raw state then we can control that a little bit so we just use normal body wash with a face washer um, we do their hair, uh, well, we wash their hair and we use pretty good product. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. We use a, a, a brand called Knack um, and uh, we just find that to be better. We do find that a lot of people that have been in nursing homes or have not had the, the if I use the care the word care and share, um, where they're able to do things themselves or they may mm. have been in hospital for a long period of time, may have been bedridden, don't get, to have that in the shower, let's do a really good clean yep. of hair. Yep. Um, so that's why we use a really good product um, to be able to get rid of any of those, um, you know, even scalp, um, you know, make sure that that's okay and the hair smelling nice. Yeah. And, and and the other thing too is if if their head or hair has been in any urine and things like that or blood, we want to get rid of that. As, uh, yeah, we, we want to be able to re- um, remove any of that from their hair. So that's what we tend to use there. Um, and then we dry them just like everyone else. You know, we use um, uh, towels and hair dryers. And uh, for everyone that comes through our facility, our care centre, um, we do use uh, adult uh, nappies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just to make sure that nothing else uh, does come out. Yep um and that's you know that's not disrespectful to them uh we can still place their underwear over the top of that so we've put stockings on oh definitely so there's no no issue with any of that um so uh i i think you know i think with what what we do um is quite uh quite quite well done really wow yeah yeah wow um and, uh, yeah, then we then we dress them in whatever the family supplies. Um, but you've
1: also done things such as, you know, um, especially with older ladies, their hair's been set. So if oh, that's definitely. how their hair was yep. done in the nursing homes, even beforehand their hair was set, we've dyed hair.
0: Well, we're really um, – you would have heard Jess has mm-hmm. been on other episodes. Well, she's a qualified hairdresser. So obviously that's where we got the, <laughs> the, 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 the knack from um, and her recommendation – um, but also, yeah, if, if the hair needs to go up in rollers or yep. um, needs to have it dyed, now I've done all of that before. You but have, yes. having Jess uh, there with her expertise of twenty odd years of being a hairdresser um, is brilliant because then families can sort of talk to her about hair. Um, we can then do the preparation and then, but hair we tend to do, especially the the, the setting and all that, we tend to do just on the on the funeral day. Yeah. A lot of people say, "Well, why don't why don't you do it like once you've washed and dressed them?" Well, if you were placed into a cool room facility
1: mm-hmm. with
0: makeup and hair all done, sometimes because of the moisture, that's going to affect it.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense.
0: And anyone, or especially the ladies, anyone that has had their hair done and then they go out in either the hot or the cold uh, or the rain, especially with moisture, then affects curls, all yeah. of those type of things. So we don't want that happening either. Uh, but Jess tends to use, you know, there's hot rollers and um, all, all these sorts of uh, tricks of the trade. Um, yeah, I, I've learned I've a lot you with have, all yes. of that. Um, the makeup side of things, once again, I don't tend to use funeral grade um, or from funeral suppliers. Uh, I use like a BB cream, um, mm-hmm. and it depends on on their on their condition too. I must say that it's not everyone gets this BB cream, but
1: um, well, sometimes it's a combination.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's different because when someone passes away, the stuff that we would normally use when we're alive will have a different reaction when they're deceased. Um, it could mean that we have to blend it a little bit different. It could be the colours are different or the lipstick won't stick. Mm. Um, why? Pff, I have no scientific reason behind that. Um, but I just know over the years that I have some techniques that we can use that makes things work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been pretty wrapped with that. No, you know? had,
1: And I remember also too we've had instances where, you know, someone's come in and they've done – Professional lashes, so they've had their lashes done professionally. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. That that was done. I remember that.
0: Um, and you know, they're they're the they're the little things, you know, and and even doing someone's uh, nails, mm. you know, um,
1: paint their nails their favorite color. Yeah,
0: or you know, knowing knowing what they're physically wearing and then trying to do that because look, the other side of that is especially females. Males mm, a little can be a little bit different, but. When people do pass away, their nails tend to either go like a dark purple or blue, mm-hmm. sometimes black. Okay, and it looks pretty gross to be honest. Um, and that's just because there's just no blood flow, no blood flow there, so it just sits there and it stains underneath the, uh, underneath the nails. So we want to be able to just cover that, especially if they're going to be viewed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know with a lot of ladies with their setting of hair or their makeup, that has to be done a certain way. But the other thing is too is what we try to do is keep things simple. We don't want people to look like clowns. No, no, no. I I have seen quite a few bodies um, that have looked like clowns and it's not the best and not a good image for family. Well, it's not going to help
1: you if you see someone, you're going to keep thinking, well, that's not really what they look like.
0: Yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. You know, they. Yeah, you've got the the red rosy cheeks, yeah, and it's not. um, or someone that's never worn makeup before. You know, oh, that's yeah, the other true. thing. So, um, but I I would class. I mean, think about this. I mean, this is going to probably go off track slightly, but you think about anyone that comes into our care right now. If this is how honored I guess we are, or or yeah, how how all this comes about. So if you had a Lamborghini, right, mm-hmm. Em? Yep. You had a Lamborghini, and you love this thing, right? Yes. And you know it's it's insured up to the hilt. You've got all the bells and whistles on it. You know it's your pride and joy. Yeah. Right. Then something happens to one of your loved ones mum, mm-hmm. dad, grandma, sister, brother, whatever. Right. So if if you had the Lamborghini to your left and your family member to the right, and I said to you, "Em, can I borrow your Lamborghini?" What are you going to say to me? Yeah, no, because it's my pride and joy. Yeah, exactly. Right? But that car can be replaced. Mm -hmm. That car is insured. Mm -hmm. Right? But you give me the trust of probably your most prized possession is your mum, your dad, your grandmother or whatever. Yeah. Right? So that person deserves everything. Yes. They deserve the best. Regardless if you're doing a service or no service, if you're viewing or not viewing, does not matter. Mm -hmm. Everyone still gets the same treatment. And I don't want to ever go to wherever we go once we pass away and that's everyone's, you know, that's your belief of where you feel everyone goes. But I would hate to get to that location and know that there's people with baseball bats ready to, to, to start swinging because I didn't, Put their teeth in correct, or do their hair the right way, or wash them, or left them in a in a body bag that was full of fecal matter. Yeah, like,
1: no, it's it's it's, it's, not, um, it's not right.
0: No, it, it it's it's something that you just, you know, I, I just look at it as though how I would like to be treated,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um,
1: and and you're right, it is an honour every time we are a family does choose us or choose you to look yeah, after their loved one.
0: Definitely, definitely. So that's, that's always a big thing that I, I try to say to people, you know. Um, that's why we do what we do because mm-hmm. uh, they, they put a lot of trust in us um, and, you know, preparation has to be right. We want them to have a really good experience. We don't want them ever to um, say to us, oh, well, you know, it just didn't look like mum. I yeah. mean, they're not going to look the same as what they were alive.
1: No, but you don't want to be thinking as you – like the clown effect. You don't want to be thinking, no. well, hang on, mum never wore all that. Mum no, didn't exactly. wear that
0: colour. Exactly. So we want to be able to um, make that experience a good experience. A lot of time families only see them in the raw state of when they've passed away. Yep. Eyes open, mouth open. Yeah. You know, there could be a smell. The I don't know. Or they might have what we call purge. Purge tends to come out of the mouth from mm-hmm. the stomach. Um, and purge tends to be a lot of stomach acid. So that doesn't do uh, the, the mouth and the face no. uh, any justice. Um, the stomach acid is that's, – that's actually um, – yeah, it'll, it'll just destroy everything it's, that gets it's in its It's pretty butt.
1: much like corrosive.
0: So pretty much that's the reason why we do the moisturising too is, is a barrier over and it tends to be either a sorboline or a uh, lanoline oil that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is thicker and if any purge does come up and it can with pressure inside the body, if it does spill out of the mouth, nose or wherever, we're we're at least got a coverage for a short period of time. Um, So do you have any other questions about preparation? Is there anything else that you think that people may want to know about?
1: I think you've covered most of it. I think it's more around the fact of people knowing that the way their loved one has left either the hospital or or wherever. They don't have to stay like that. That's right. And you don't... Oh, not me. And and also too, at the end of the day, there's nothing weird about wanting your loved one to go to their final resting place in their comfortable clothes, being if it's their favourite jumper. exactly. Being if they're, you know... And and, and even down to shoes. Shoes is a big thing.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of people do say... um, you know, oh yeah, but they're gonna be in their coffin. Do they need undies? Do they need uh do they need a bra? Do they mm. need shoes? Do they need socks? And my biggest thing comeback is, well, would have mum or dad have left the house with any of those?
1: And that's valid. That is, is, that, is very that, valid. Yes?
0: The only time that we don't place shoes on if they've got very large feet, yep. and the shoes are higher than obviously their feet, um, or they're really, really swollen and we haven't been able to get any of that down, then we keep the shoes still in the base of the coffin. Mm. So they're still going with it, but their feet have got, um, you know, got socks on or, you know, something like that. But also too,
1: like, let's think of it this way. What happens if a family member wants their loved one to be dressed in something from many, many years ago that may not fit them anymore?
0: Okay. So, yeah, well, that's a valid question because um, a lot of people will say, oh, look, you know, this is this is Dad's wedding suit, exactly um, from forty years ago. Mm. But he's now put on eighty kilos. Uh, will it still fit? Well, the question is, is probably no. You you might need to go and get that fixed. But if if the outfit that they provide us is too big, then we tuck it underneath them.
1: Okay, yep. If
0: that makes sense, yep. So we dress them, then we just tuck it in so it looks as though that it's the right size. The other thing is, if there's a jacket or a shirt or something or or anything else like, or even pants that don't fit because of, you know, could have been because of the traumatic event that that mm. person's undergone, mm. or it could be due to swelling or anything else like that. Well, then we will make small little cuts in the in the rear of that of those items to be able to just give us a little bit more stretch.
1: Yeah. So you're not going to ever turn um, around and say to a family, no, they can't have that. No, it, no. unless
0: yeah. unless you know it's it's definitely too too small then it just looks ridiculous.
1: But then the family does have um, the option to say, well, can you lie it over them? Like yeah, if they had yeah, a shroud or yeah. something and they were, were the, adamant the about it? The biggest thing
0: is, look, if, if they've provided clothing and they're able to go up to, you know, one of the retailers and provide something else,
1: mm, very true.
0: Um, if that was a size medium, will then maybe go a larger and extra? And, look, it, we all know that clothing from different stores oh, different is different sizes. Yeah. So, look, you're in the hands of the gods and unless you go to dad's place or mum's place and find out what they had but you don't know like if you didn't get to see him that often you don't know what what's what no, like that's true um and i know i know as a boy um or a man going you know when mum passed away it's sort of like you know or even going through mum's stuff like underwear underwear drawer and things you just didn't go into cuz a, no. hey, it's like ooh <laughs> mummy undies yep it's like no 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 so they're the, they're the things that um that that can can play a little bit of havoc with everyone but mm-hmm. I think going forward with with people that are, are looking to uh, dress or do anything like even you know even if you know that something's happening is maybe ask the question is there anything in particular that you think you may want to be dressed in yeah you know like are you a, like if dad was a tradie, for example or a motor mechanic he may not want to go into a suit because he's never worn a suit yet. before unless it was a wedding or a funeral. Exactly. Um, so you know, maybe his overalls or he loved his his footy shorts and a singlet. Even and down
1: to the tracksuit.
0: That's right, tracky pants and a and a nice top or a jumper or whatever, you know? Yep. Um there's no right or wrong with it. No. Um and I and I think it's just whatever that person feels comfortable with. I think people people think tend to think that it has to be a formal event. Mm. Mm. You know. But, um, I mean, we get to wear suits all the time, um, but I don't know if that would be something that I would want to wear when I pass away No, nah. because I don't wear it when I'm at home, you know. That doesn't tend to be something that I would, you know, I'm work, I'm using it for for what we do mm-hmm. um, as a respect and, and, a, and it is a formal event that we're going to, but not something that we want to nah. you know, be strutting our stuff in when we pass away, so... But people wearing suits or dresses and or wedding dresses and all sorts of things, that's beautiful too. And they do they. You, I mean, we get the luxury, I guess, of seeing them raw when they come in, mm-hmm. um, and then once we wash and dress them, we see them transform again. Yeah. And then once they're dressed, placed into their into their coffin or casket, and then their hair's done or their makeup's done, and it's just like wow, like. And how honoured are we? We may be the last person on this earth to see them yeah. or touch them. Yeah. We were the last one to wash them. Yes. So we are just so, so honoured um, that we get that opportunity yeah. to do that. So, well, everyone, that that will um, hopefully give you some insight to why we do what we do and the reason why we do Preparations, be it if they're viewing, no viewing, no service, or service. Um, but I want to thank uh, you, Emma, for coming along. Always welcome. Today. Um, well, you only just came in through that door there at home, but I know. Uh, yeah, no, very good. So um, thank you so much for everyone that's joined us. Uh, don't forget, we're on TikTok, Bremba Family Funerals. We're on Facebook, Bremba Family Funerals. Um, And obviously uh, pass on anyone that you know that may be interested in death or chatting about death, get them onto this podcast. Uh, What a fantastic thing that we can do um, is to be able to, uh, you know, uh, answer those questions and be able to put those myths and misconceptions away. Let's lock them away. Um, So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. See you then.